it's time for the hymn for Shane's sermon today. Thanks, Sally. Uh, appreciate Sally filling in for Jake uh, on vacation. Jake is, and uh, good to see Sally singing. Uh, yeah, I tell you, it's uh, my favorite uh, Sally experience is when this was back during COVID, and we were filming all those services where she was praying and she was leaning down when she was praying, and about the time she started praying, the chair was getting ready to fall out. You remember that? Yeah, and in the middle of the prayer, she's, uh, uh, you know, she's praying also, she's like, oh, Lord, please don't let me fall off the chair, you know, and so, uh, so uh, anyway, so, so good to see you. I want to read some scripture from the book of 1 Corinthians, and uh, the passage, if you want to take one of the Bibles and, and follow through, it's on page 961. You'll also, it'll, it'll also be on the screen. What I'm going to read is a different version. We, it, the Bibles that are in the, in the seats are the ESV. I'm going to read from the, the New Living Translation just because I like the wording. Um, but it's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we're going to look at two different passages, 12 through 19, and then 42 through 40, uh, 57. 
Uh, so uh, now, this is beginning in verse 12. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepre misrepresenting God because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if, if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you still are in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all people most to be pitied. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. What is sown in dishonor is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a physical body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. As one of dust, so are those who are of dust. And as one of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have been born in the image of one of dust, we will also bear the image of one of heaven. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Look, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we'll all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability, and this mortal body must put on immortality. Then this perishable body puts on imperishability, and this mortal body puts on immortality. Then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? But the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our